Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to Not Without My Sister. This is a really fun podcast. <laughs> Why did you just aggressively whack your hand up in the air? What? That's me trying to get my headphones oh, to work. Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing a fun gesture. Oh, fuck's sakes. Oh, we love each other so much. We love doing the podcast. It's so much fun. I had a topic. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking? Well, I mean, I've mentioned this a few times. So I have all these really, really good ideas when I'm going to bed, but I never want to actually write them down on my phone because I'm afraid that the blue light will wake me up from my sleepiness. And you were basically going, you need to start writing these down. Here's one I just found on my phone, Beatrice. When I obviously thought to myself, Beatrice is right. This is worth waking up for. It doesn't matter that I'm almost asleep. I shall wake up, turn on my phone, allow the bright light to rouse me out of sleep to write down. Are you ready? I think you read this out before. No, you need to pay attention. Are uh, you ready? Yeah. I've written down in heading one. Would you rather be a crab or a lobster? And then in normal text, live longer, but never see the sun. What? <laughs> a lobster <laughs> lives much longer than a crab, but never gets to see the sun because it lives at the bottom of the ocean. Unless it's in a tank in a restaurant. No, no. I'm saying in the wild. Would you rather be a wild lobster or a wild crab? Does it matter? They both have snappers. One never sees the sun, Beatrice, and one does, but but if you but you'd get to live longer in your darkness. No, I'd like to be a crab, like Sebastian in Beauty and the Beast. He's I, a lobster. He's a crab. Is he? Yeah, because I just watched it the other but day and red. I I was shocked. Just there were crabs. I was shocked when he goes something, something, this little crab, and I was like, <laughs> What? 
These little crabs. I was like, you're a lobster, Sebastian. <laughs> little mermaid, Sebastian. Sebastian is, a, I have to click into the whole thing. It's a major character in Disney's Little Mermaid. He's a red Jamaican accented crab. Crab. Right. He no more looks like a crab. <laughs> now, that is a lobster if ever I saw one. <laughs> He's a red Jamaican accented crab. Why is he red? That's very misleading. Well, I mean, crabs are kind of orangey, right? Well, not all crabs. No. <laughs> anyway, that Genital was my profound crabs, thought. I have, I have to imagine are a totally different colour. Are they black. actually? What? How do you know that? Because a friend of mine had them and sent me a picture. Not what? of, not of their genitals. Just sent me a picture of one of the little things. What they look like. Why would anybody do They're that? Just like, because they were like, what do you think these are? And then my friend later went to the doctor who confirmed that they were crabs. I mean, why would anybody send you? A, what do you think this medical condition because is? Because I'm married to the son of an exterminator. They were like, what is this bug that I just found on my sheet? That was the question. You do that all the time. What's this? Does Brandon know? And then Brandon answers, even though he doesn't. In fairness, that bug has not just crawled out of from underneath my flexi fits. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. The The bug, okay, the bug was on the bed sheets. They didn't know where the, from whence the bug had come. Pardon the pun. They, <laughs> Gross. <gasps> They were not aware of, of the bug's uh, provenance. provenance. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Gross. So anyway, there's probably not a whole episode in Would You Rather Be a Lobster or a Crab? So maybe we should talk about wokeness. No, because I can't remember any oh. of my topics. Did you watch The New Handmaid's Tale? Do you want to talk about that? I am getting ready to go to Disney, sorry, the sorry, happiest sorry. place on earth. <laughs> I want to talk about happy things that will get me in the mood and out of this absolute panic from this morning when I started we can talk about getting ready to go on vacation is it relaxing okay, okay let's talk about vacation prep I just did it you're doing it right now is it and, and in Ireland that would be called holiday prep is it relaxing I think some people refer to it as the build up I don't find it a, a, like it doesn't excite me you know what I mean I don't get excited oh, doing my packing actually a statistic that I heard recently said that for the majority of people who go on holiday or on vacation or on a trip, 60% of the enjoyment is in the anticipation and the prep. The not anticipation maybe, but nope, not the prep. Not for me. Not even the anticipation. So this week there was a terrible hurricane. Oh, yeah, in Florida. The, in Florida and now going up the east coast of the States. And Disney was closed. Universal was closed. I was dreading. I mean, obviously now, again, Aware that like there are people down there who've just lived through a terrible hurricane who have terrible, you know, have no houses left, etc. But I was also going, I cannot face another holiday being cancelled. This is my third time that I have tried to go anywhere this year. Hold on. So anyway, but there was a part of me that was like, you know what? I, I, if my holiday gets cancelled, I will be raging. But the other part of me was like, oh, kind of grand. If my holiday gets cancelled, just stay here and tidy the house. Right, which is like not relaxing because like that week, you know, you know yourself like a staycation in theory is great, but it's only great if you actually treat where you're staying as your like holiday destination. I know, and, and you, you don't do the tidying up and you don't do all the laundry and, and you go and, and you relax. do things, etc. Well, like yeah. I'm trying to do the laundry today, but the kids are a nightmare, right? Like they're all obviously up to 90. They're super excited. They're all screaming at me like, can I pack my Nintendo? And I'm like, you're packing none of that crap. You're bringing none of that crap with you because you are going to the happiest place on earth and you are going to enjoy it by gum. And yesterday I said to Don, oh, do we have a ticket for Legoland? Any chance we go to Legoland for a day? And he whips around on me, right, in the kitchen. And he goes, 
listen to me. I have told you multiple times that we have booked a trip to Universal Florida. We are going to the Universal Studio and then we are going to Disney. And I do not want anybody interfering with these plans or starting to say things like, maybe we'll go here or maybe that is not on the agenda. And the kids are going to start crying and you are going to have a really good time with the agenda that I have planned. Okay? And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a laugh a minute. Let me tell you. Definitely doesn't sound like the anticipation of 60% of the joy for Don. Uh, you're right. Or for me as a result. Anyway, so then I, I've been dutifully doing all the laundry all week so that when I come back next Sunday night, right before we, right before we oh. have to go back to school and work, the house will be clean, the laundry will be done, etc. This morning I say to the kids, bring down any remaining laundry. You've told me already all the laundry's down in the laundry room. It's really boring, right? But you're a fool to believe that. Have you seen the laundry? No, but I can imagine, Beatrice. It is now covered. Bo goes, somebody come and get under my bed. I don't fit. (laughs) (laughs) So they all ran along and pulled all these, like a full wardrobe's worth of clothes out from under his bed. Beatrice, what what did you think? You thought that they were telling you that? No, no, no. You can't trust them. You can't. No. Can't believe a word they say, these kids. I'm absolutely raging. So I'm feeling very unrelaxed right now. Then you rocked over, told me that we have to do 18 podcasts. <laughs> Hand, handed you my baby. Handed me your baby, said, would you like to feed? Would you like to feed Atlas? Do you feel like, do you really love feeding babies? Would you like to feed Atlas? No, I wouldn't. I just Happily thought you really mommy. missed him and you'd I like did. to spend some one-on-one time with I him. Want him and to a stare at me. And his baby porridge. No, I want him to stare at me, laugh, make adoring faces Aww. and then crawl off to somebody else. Oh, he's so cute. He's cute. And and now I have to pack. And no. And you know what? I, I hate packing because I get there, especially packing to go to a hot destination where I'm not going to be lying oh, on the yeah. beach. But like a hot destination. 30 degrees, right? Around. Yeah, 30 degrees. And every single thing I take out of the wardrobe, I can already tell my facial expression is going to be this. <sighs> I know. And listen, it doesn't matter. Like, so back to me. I just went to Ireland. I brought I, not that much stuff because actually most of my case was taken up with Liam's hoodies. Liam, our producer, ordered himself five different hoodies, a Care Bears hoodie, an oh, Inspector Gadget hoodie, something it. else. I know they're very cute that didn't deliver to Ireland. So he ordered them here and I brought them home in my suitcase, which to be fair, full disclosure, he paid me $50 towards my suitcase because I wasn't going to do a check-in bag. I was just going to do hand luggage because I'm cheap. But then posting these hoodies was going to be $66. Anyway, the point is I brought hardly anything. I wore about two, I just wore the same leggings and t-shirts. Like, like I imagined, I brought my pink denim boiler suit, Beatrice. I was like, I want to be so cool I thought I told at Atlas's birthday party. I thought I told you no. leggings were verboten. When did you say that? Last week you said, these aren't leggings. These are, oh no, that was Kerry. She said she heard on the podcast me making fun of leggings. And she then, she looked down at her, oh, we were in the office then and she was wearing what she thought were her great skin tight, mm, soft fabric. Leggings. Trousers. And somebody said, nice leggings. And she went running into the bathroom with horror. <laughs> Are leggings, do I have to stop wearing leggings now? No, you, that you my live in America, won. in the Midwest, you're fine. I know, but I feel like I should start making a bit of an effort again. No, you absolutely should not be wearing leggings in my opinion. You're a oh. professional woman. You're, you're, you're nearly 40. <laughs> stop <laughs> saying that. I actually find, every time I, every time anyone says it, I, mom says to me the other day, so you're 42. And I was like, that's Beatrice. Such a head wrecker. She called me Beatrice the whole time, by the way. She glad to didn't. Know. Anyway, oh my God, f- she did. Anyway, I'm 43. And she kept calling Atlas Chance. 
<laughs> That's nice. I was home in spirit, if nothing else. I know. That's nice. Sure, in years to come, she'll be like, remember that time Beatrice and Chance came to stay? Oh, it'll be she won't so even remember nice. Me. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be taking these clothes. And I said to Don last night, and Don has been very carefully over the last year managing his portion control, etc., and has lost mm. a significant amount of weight and oh, is annoying very me. Annoying. Right? I know, There's, me too. Bought a new pair of jeans the other day. I honestly looked up and I was like, what the hell is going on with Jack Skellington's legs around my kitchen? I was <laughs> raging. Right? Oh, and he comes over and he goes, he looks at these trousers that fit him perfectly. He goes, God, these jeans from Levi's, there's not a bit of stretch in them. I was like, just actually get out, right? Oh, anyway, so annoying. Yeah, last night he goes, I've been buying all these clothes for the trip, blah, blah. You know, I got this, I got that. I'm going to be, and I was like, oh, I'm dreading the heat. And he's like, oh, you'll be fine. And I go, he goes, I'm just so glad that I'm, you know, a bit lighter or whatever, right? And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually going to murder him. And then I said something about like, sure, bro. And he goes, oh. You have it now. Do you need some cream? I was like, I'm just dreading <laughs> chop rub. That's why I brought you those shorts. Thanks a so lot. Anyway, have some shorts in the sun. They'll probably be too big for you, though. I know that every single picture, it's like the time I went to the aquarium with Don. I have a picture somewhere of me, Don, and Nash. I think you've seen it. And we honestly look like. Sorry, Beatrice. Did you see the photograph mum took of me the first night I was in Ireland and sent it to you? <laughs> Are you reminding yourself of it right now? You don't no, need to look at it again. No, I was going to actually write, I was going to actually read out mom's super pissed off and bitchy little comment that went after us when we both went, mom, that's a fucking terrible picture. What's wrong with you? Oh yeah. And then she accused us of being vain. <laughs> you two are ridiculous. But it wasn't even vain. Like they're co- a worse picture. It, oh. it even surpassed the picture of you at the Johnny Appleseed Festival. Oh, damn. Where you had like whiskers all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh that God. one was pretty bad. Now I'm looking at all the delicious looking food you ate while you oh were there. Oh my great. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just zooming in on my face again. Look at the state of this. You're going to actually have to post this. I'm going to, I'm absolutely, absolutely going to post it. Desperate. Like, what is she thinking? I honestly think she's an evil genius and she does these things I'd obviously deliberately. Just, I'd obviously just sat down and I was like, I'm tired and yeah. I'm hot and I'm sorry. And mum took the photo. <laughs> didn't even didn't say a word. Just sneakily from the other side of the room. Anyway, took this so here's the photo. So here's the subsequent correspondence. Oh my god, mom, this is me. What is wrong with you? What is that picture of Rosemary? What did you say, Rosemary? You said thank you, Beatrice. Yeah, right. Right. Mom goes. It was simply to let you see we are all happy, etc. Capital letters. But O M G. The two of you are ridiculous. Every photo of you doesn't have to look like the most beautiful thing on the planet. You are you and I love you both to bits and find you extremely beautiful all the time. I don't think that's true. In future, I'll keep the photos to myself and simply let you know I took one. If she had let me know she w- she was about to take one, that would have solved oh, yeah. half the Good problem. Like, I, I'm going to start doing that to her. I'm just going to go, click. I just took a photo of you, mum. Is it really but, oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to show you because you won't like it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's very unflattering. So I'm just going to keep it here. I'm going to share it with the family. But don't not worry, I I always think you're beautiful. Possibly not in this photo, but you'll never know. <laughs> you're so right. Don't bother telling us afterwards. Tell us before. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Literally the worst <laughs> photo ever. But basically, yeah. Actually, speaking of packing, those pajamas were in the house. I needn't have brought anything. Yeah, I don't want to be rude. Now I'm, I'm playing this out a little bit more on my mind, right? But I'm like, I don't know that. It, what exactly could you have done in those PJs with that hairstyle, etc., on that big Look black like leather Mrs. chair? Trunchbull. Yeah, what could you have done if she had said, "Rosemary, heads up, I'll show I'm you. Going to make a photo. I'll show you. Take, make Hang a on. photo. Take Hang a on. photo of you. Okay, take a photo of this for the podcast. I'll show okay, you what I've done. Right. 
Oh, that sounded very... Oh, Well, the microphone's now in the way. And the plate, giving away the fact that you just ate a big piece of cake. So nice. Rosemary, I took a photo of you, but you're not going to like it, so I'm going to put it away in my phone. <laughs> we can put them... That's much better. That is significantly better than the one mom took. I mean, honestly, you could take a picture of a pile of dog shit and it'd be better than the one mom took, That's to be fair. so mean to dog shit. <laughs> so what are you bringing to entertain the kids on the flight? What, it's a two and a half hour flight. They'd be grand books. Are I told them they're bringing have, a book. Two, have you met your kids? Your face, your lip literally wobbled there. They're going to be grand for two hours. They're going to be giving out. They're going to be wrecking your head. Are you all sitting in the same row or do you sit them somewhere else cleverly? What? You could have sat the two oldest ones somewhere else. Absolutely not. And then get like kicked off the flight because they're causing trouble. No, no they thanks. wouldn't be causing trouble. No, and they're sitting beside each other, the two of them. Bo, Bo would be making friends with the person next to him and Nash would be like, Bo, stop, stop. So true. But the two of them can't <laughs> sit beside each other. They'd be fighting. No, we're oh, all sitting be, together. Yeah. I had to call up and like make arrangements for Because one time I didn't know that you had to book your flights together. I assumed if you bought a block of four yeah, with like yeah. kids age, I think they were two and four. And they were sitting, like they were randomly sitting in between oh. other adults on the plane and nobody would swap with us even when we asked and even when the air hostess asked. What the hell? Air stewards. They were like, we're, and, and then eventually we were standing in the middle of the aisle and they're like, we cannot take off this plane until somebody volunteers to swap seats with this family. That is so deranged. Yeah, it was absolutely, and like literally nobody would, it was so obnoxious. And it was like a two hour flight somewhere. That is incredibly weird. Well, when I got on the flight to Chicago this time. So last time I flew home from, yeah, last time I flew home from Chicago, I got the bassinet seat. So I got the first row and, and the baby fit in the little bassinet that, that hooks on the wall, mm -hmm. right? In uh, United. This time I knew he was too long for the bassinet seat, but I had still requested it because he's under two and because you get more space. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, if there's a chance. So anyway, I went up to the desk and I was like, I just, I, you know, I just wanted to check. I requested the bassinet seat. I don't think I got it because I'm in 37A. Like, don't think I got it because I'm in 37 and not one. There's yeah. a hint. And she goes to me, well, um, the bassinet seat is actually on an exit row and you can't sit on an exit row with an infant. What? And I was like, so uh, how do you how do you get the bass? Like, how does the baby, baby go in the bassinet? And she's like, you can't sit on the exit row with an infant. And I was like, so does the infant have to sit there on his own? What? That's that's incorrect information, obviously. Totally incorrect. Well, but anyway, there are two bassinets. There's usually a bassinet on, on one and on like 30 something. There's usually two bassinets. Not depending in, on the plane. Not in this. Not in this plane. It was yeah. only a. It was a shorty. You know yeah. what I mean. It didn't yeah. have the two. Yeah. The Blocks, two parts. Whatever, yeah. But it was fine because we ended up then in a row with three empty seats, so I could very occasionally plonk him down beside me and put his little seatbelt on, which he didn't really like that much, but he tolerated it. That's good. Okay, in the end, yeah, mm -hmm. it was grand. Actually, you know what? On the flight back from Chicago to Fort Wayne, the very final one that was only thirty minutes, he got really. I don't know, he was really tired and he'd fallen asleep in his buggy and then as soon as I took him out, he got a 12th wind, started waving at everyone, stood up, grabbing onto the back of the seat, making best friends with the guys behind him, but then kept wanting to climb out and crawl on the floor. So I ended up just showing him Baby Einstein. That flight was only 32 minutes. I'm worried about you with this two and a half hours now with these oh, kids. Oh, that was a 32 minute flight. Yeah. Well, they're, they're four, six, eight and 11. They're old enough. They're mature enough. <laughs> Oh, God. So goodness. are you not bringing any devices for the whole week? I haven't decided. You're making oh, me sorry. question it. I don't know. Sorry. So anyway, thinking. what else should I be thinking about bringing? Sun cream? I mean, I, you can buy that there. But yeah, I'll buy that there. I don't think you can bring aerosols like that size in your luggage. You can in your checked luggage. Are you checking luggage? But can you bring aerosols? Like, yeah. Well, anyway, bring I'll buy all that there. Okay. Flexi fits? 
Yes. Especially now that I've bought you three new pairs. Can't wait. I didn't even get any for myself, Beatrice. Why not? Because because mom had told me not to spend over 200 euro and I was already spending 300. So I was like... Poor mom. Oh, I thought you were going to say poor me. Oh, poor mom. (laughs) (laughs) No, poor me. Not a flexi fit to be found. Well, okay, you're not very good at the advice. I got better advice from other people who said, bring some ponchos because when you're walking around Disney in the rain, you're going to need them, right? Oh, yeah. And they're cheaper to buy here. Didn't buy them. Don't have any. Somebody else said, order an Amazon, but because of Hurricane Ian, I didn't bother ordering any Amazons to any hotel. Order an Amazon to a room of drinks, water, snacks, etc. Oh, that's clever. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Somebody else said, get yourself one of those umbrella strollers, um, like umbrella cart strollers, so that the kids, you can throw the kids in them, the younger kids, and and the older kids will pull them around. But they haven't met my kids and I highly doubt that anybody except me would end up pulling yeah, that thing around. I don't around. think anybody's going to be pulling anybody around. But I don't disagree that it, it might be a bit of an ordeal for age four fox to walk around, all, around day. all day long. Yeah. And do you have a little buggy for him now? No, but we'll get one there if we need Oh one. yeah, you could always get like a cheap, you could always just Amazon a cheap buggy to be fair. Yeah, but I'm thinking now like with hurric- with the hurricane, it's probably, there is no prime probably. It's probably like delays of a couple of days, etc. Just because like oh, yeah, flights have been cancelled and everything. So... I'll worry about it when I get there. So that's you can basically... Also use, you can also use my Walmart Plus to okay. have things delivered if you need to do that. But my point is like, people gave me loads of really good advice. Well, I've never been to Disney and I only have one... Tr- well, I have three children, but I've never been on holidays with them. I only went to Black Pine that one time and they complained the whole time. So my advice would just be don't take them anywhere. Sorry, I'm still talking about myself. Sorry. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. My point was, I got a lot of really good advice from people on how to be really prepared, but I took none of it. I filed it all away in my 
Thanks. Noted. I'll worry about it when I get there. And then I realized that's basically my attitude to everything. I'll worry about it when I get there. This is like the preparation and the planning that you like to do. I'm like, it was almost more than I could take just to book this holiday. So I'm just like, I'll get there. Well, yeah, you do hate to plan. I absolutely hate it. So what shoes are you bringing for yourself to walk around all day? No idea. What comfy shoes do you own? None. What about your Madewell runners? They're comfy, aren't they? No, they're really, really heavy. Oh, maybe those. Maybe my new Vera Bradley VB clouds. They are very comfy. They're very light and they're very comfortable. Yeah. And you can put them in the washing machine, can't you? (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. Hashtag like a cloud. (laughs) Hashtag Vera Bradley. So maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Pair of sandals? Flip-flops? Flip-flops to walk around all day? Is that a bad idea? I'm probably oh not allowed God. on half these rides with flip-flops. My, my flip-flop probably go flying In between your toes would be ravaged. Oh. I'd like you to buy me something cute. Like what? Like something that looks like a vintage band tee, but is actually a Disney tee. Okay, well you, let's go back Please. to the planning. So you're a planner. Were you very organised? You, plan- you were packing for about a week before this trip, weren't you? No, because I only got the suitcase from you on the Wednesday and I left on, no, on the, I got on the Sunday and left on the Tuesday. So I actually wasn't packing as far ahead as I would have liked to. Did you start packing on the Sunday? Yeah. Did you have piles of clothes prior to getting the suitcase? No. Oh, I know. Very out of I character. Know. It was out of, well, I had the, I had the whole pile of Liam's things in the corner, but okay, I didn't so have a pile of my clothes. Because it's now I have 12.25 I've, and I have to leave. So I have to pack everything today and put in the car tonight because we're to the airport tomorrow at eight o'clock. So oh, yeah. I have nothing done and the laundry still isn't done. So I would say not ready. Yeah, but you have a whole 20, well, you have a whole 16 hours. I plan on having some sleep before I get there. You can sleep, you can sleep when you're dead. Sleep on the plane. <laughs> sleep in the two and a half hours. You'll be well rested. <laughs> Stay sleep up all the, night doing the laundry. Sleep in the two and a half hours when your kids are fighting on the plane. Oh, God, they will be fighting on the plane, won't they? Get them some snacks on the plane. So where else have we... Well, the other thing I was thinking was maybe like, I'd like to hear from people who um, take road trips with their kids, like actual, you know, camper road trips or RV road trips. Because that's something that I think would be fun because you pack everything in the car, like camping even, you know, Mm. you pack everything in the car and you don't have the hassle of packing, unpacking. You know what I mean? Like the you have everything that you need because it's part of like part of the problem of bringing kids around the place is that you basically want to have like all their stuff you know what I mean they're better with their own stuff yeah 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 I do know what you mean I follow a few people on Instagram and a few YouTubers who talk about like one of them was going on an RV trip they drove from Tennessee to Canada and back with their two kids and another one went to Alaska now they flew but like you know she talks a lot about bringing like coloring books and bringing this book and that book and this game and that game for now, her kids too. You know what I mean? So it's kind of different. I was actually going to bring, I got one of these little photo books. My friend Sophie actually bought it for me when Atlas was born. You know, that you just get photos of your family or whatever printed it. And and he loves it because it's all people he recognises. And I was going to bring that in the plane, but then it wouldn't fit. I'll tell you, did I already talk about the time I went to Mount Etna and didn't have any clothes? No. What? I said I probably should learn my lesson from the fact that in the past I've gone on holidays and I did tell you this story. No, you didn't. I absolutely did. I've gone on holidays and like packed all the wrong stuff. Like the time I went to Sicily, I told you this with Julie, and um, we decided we'd go and visit Mount Etna, which is a volcano, in case you're wondering. And we left our, we were at the beach, we were like in our summer clothes, we were like flirting with police beside fountains, etc. Or the police were flirting with us to be more exact. But like we were basically traveling around Italy looking for you know, excitement at every corner. And uh, we decided on one of these days that we would go and see Mount Etna. So we 
put on our best summer dresses and our nicest flip-flops and went and drove out to, to Mount Etna. It was about a two-hour drive from our hotel. Flip-flops. I could have told you flip-flops were a mistake. Well, that was the least of our worries. When we got there, people were there with these like, what are they called? Crumping, crump, crump, crumpons? Crampons? Crampons. Yeah, those things. They were there with these like walking sticks and everything. And I was like, you know, like the ones that like... Oh, like ready for a hike. Yeah, really ready. Right. For, and I was you like, two were ready for a picnic. I was like, what is going on? And they were all dressed in like actual ski gear. Right? Full, right. Full on. And I was like, what is going on? Like, you're, we're going up to boiling lava. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to the top of a frigid mountain with actual snow on it. Did and you the go to the top in your inside. summer dresses? Yeah, go to the top in your flip-flops. No, they made us put on a pair of horrendous... They made, they sent us over to the, like, rental cabin. I and they made us, that's your issue. They made us get a pair of, like, horrendous black pumas, like, men's pumas, like, from 1964. It's and probably because like, they didn't have any lady shoes in your sizes. Oh. <laughs> and then, but I mean, it was more like this is the lost and fan closet. We lend you yeah, some yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, like, they lent us. I was asking Julie if she even had these photos. I did mention this, and it was like I had to put on this like puff of windbreaker, like horrendous. I Listen, did not look. You were cute lucky. You would have been freezing. Oh my god, I was freezing anyway. My legs were frozen. It was absolutely frigid at the Why top. Why didn't of you this. just go back? What? Why didn't you just go? You know what? Not today. Why would we do that? They were willing to lend us the pumas. <laughs> because you were in your summer dresses and your flip-flops and you didn't realise it was an icy mountain. Doctors have been like, duh, no, this is a mistake. No, why would that never even occur to us? You two are just not quitters like me. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, mm-mm, back to the beach. It was pretty mortifying, though, I'll tell you, because everybody was laughing at us. Like, really, you know, groups of people laughing. To be fair, I don't think it would have occurred to me. And, I, and I've been to Vesuvius but I don't know if we went up to the top. I think we were on a bus. I can't really remember. It was at school. Remember, I was remember I was driving also with Julie around Ding. You know, actually, I'm not very well prepared. I was, well, although I, I was wondering if I could do this again. We were driving. We were in Dingle. We were on one of the very, very narrow roads. And I was remembering, trying to remember how to drive on our side of the road. So this is the problem because we lived in France at the time, right? And I had just lived in Italy for three years. So like you're driving on the other side of the road. And I was trying to get, like, get my bearings again. And on one of these tiny little windy roads with like a sheer drop down to the down to the ocean, a massive American tour bus came upon us coming from the opposite direction, taking up both lanes. And basically we had to reverse two or three miles on this road. Reverse two or yeah. three miles? Yeah. Like they weren't oh they couldn't gosh. go anywhere and we couldn't go anywhere. And I'm wondering but I couldn't do a three point turn, like the road was too narrow. Was there no gate? There was nowhere to turn. So oh, I, I turned. I, I reversed for what seemed like an interminable length of time. And Julie was beside me going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And eventually I had to stop the car and just go, shut up. <laughs> I can understand that. And then she stopped and she was very calm. And we got all the way back to the, whatever there was like, they, we pulled into some like, whatever Something. the first place yeah, we yeah. could pull into. And the tour bus pulled up alongside us and they opened all their doors and everybody gave us a round of applause. <laughs> was nice it's just so American <laughs> I mean that was nice though at least they appreciated the effort that you'd gone to well they were probably like if they fall off the cliff it's our fault it was terrifying oh my god you know a friend of mine went on that oh I can't even remember it's in Bolivia or something it's like this cycle you can do on the edge of a cliff where you basically cycle around this I don't know why it's called like death what death road or something yeah, where you go on this like guided cycle, but the, basically the path is pretty much only wide enough for one car and it's like a really sheer drop. So she went in the cycle and she said she fell off her bike within literally three minutes, like hadn't even got to the cliff, burst out crying and then she had to just be driven around on the little rescue car that goes to the back. She refused <laughs> She refused to get back on the bike and they just oh, put 100%. it... 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said they came around, they were like, okay, back up. And she was like, no, 
no. And she was crying. She was like, no, I'm getting in the car. She got in the car. (laughs) God, brilliant. She had the right idea. That's exactly the kind of death cycle I'd like to do. Cycle me around. Drive me around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know what possessed her to even do it in the first place. I would never, like... But any, actually, you know what? Anything that's like any slight risk, even jumping off that yoke at them sky zone, you know, when you have like the trapeze thing, I'm like, my hands couldn't couldn't hold my weight. I wouldn't be jumping (laughs) off that for all the money in the world. What about people like my my friend's um, brother-in-law is a free climber? Oh, no. Like, what about that hanging? I mean, A, I couldn't possibly. Like, can you imagine? I mean, I can I can't even pull myself out of the side of the pool. Right. Yeah, but that's hard. Slippy. Yeah, but Nash was like, you can't. I'm like, no, I can't. I mean, what was I Kids watching? Kids are so judgmental. We were watching Ugly Betty and they were having some chase in the streets and like one of them like vaults over a relatively low wall. And I was like, I couldn't do that. Right? Like, Oh, yeah, I don't think. I, I, I'd, I'd break the other ankle. But like, can you imagine actually hanging upside down, basically, on a rock face? How would you hold on? Like, how would your finger? My fingers are also extremely soft. How would you hold your on? Your fingers would, and mine actually, would break into a sweat at the thought of it. They'd be all slippy. Oh my God, my fingers would totally be slippy. My hands yeah, get very I think my hands are getting sweaty easy. already. Just <laughs> yeah, thinking, thinking about, about it, I'm like, oh, exactly. they're kind of slippery already. <laughs> um, on the plane, on the way home to Ireland, I watched, on the plane, on the way home to Ireland, I watched Jurassic World Dominion, the w- worst film ever made. When, but sorry, what reminded me of it was Bryce Dallas Howard, all of a sudden, like a parkour expert. In How her high even, heels. In her high heels. I don't think she was wearing high heels in this one. Oh. How did they even end up in Malta? You know, when they're suddenly like oh. Malta. Where they're at the like the, the dinosaur trade trading thing. It was the stupidest. And all of a sudden, Chris Pratt, who like granted was doing a little bit of superhero stuff in the last one, is all of a sudden like his Guardians of the Galaxy persona has has taken over and he's like Rosemary. I James told Bond. You, you missed nothing by not being included in the family outing. Well, I would have liked to be able to have this conversation with you on the day right afterwards. It was. Did appalling. Did, did Dad go to see it with you? He couldn't remember. He did, yes. He did. Oh yeah, okay. He did, and he laughed, and he kept shouting things like, watch your leg! Did at, he? At the screen, yeah. Oh my God, Dad was born to be an American cinema goer. Watch out behind you! Yeah, he really oh, did. such a stupid film. It was appalling. Oh, deep. And then like, I told her I'd bring back her baby. I truly just wanted every single person to be chomped. Oh my God, I wanted everyone to die. And they're also, even when somebody did get chomped, it happened off screen. You know what I mean? Like, mm, your man was on sanitized. the ground, it kind of faded to black, yeah. Ugh. So boring. Just like apparently in the new Hocus Pocus 2 not a single child dies. Spoiler alert. I don't remember Hocus Pocus 1 did children die? There's a child who dies at the very beginning when like this girl gets lured into the woods and then they suck the life out of her and they're like we are young I am beautiful and she's like we're young well younger Oh well I mean that's worth dying for <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not real. Like, what's wrong with people? I know, I know. The review in The Guardian said that the new Hoax Pox is very sanitised. However, all of the comments were like, I thought it was great fun. So, oh. well, we have is. been watching in, adv- in advance this trip. You know what? I have been preparing. I have been By watching Disney movies. We've been watching Disney movies and Universal movies for the Universal Studios. So I watched The Mummy with Nash. Mummy 1 and 2. Poor Brendan Fraser. I know. So handsome, though. But we didn't watch. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say poor him. He's about to be nominated for an Oscar probably for The Whale. Oh, well, yeah. Didn't watch The Scorpion King because it looked because. Oh, did we watch? No, we watched because The Mummy 2 graphics were so appalling. But The Mummy 1 was brilliant. Is The Scorpion King, does that have Alfred Molina in it? Rock. The Rock is who you're thinking of. No, I'm thinking of Alfred Molina. You're thinking of The Rock. Don't annoy me. (laughs) 
thinking of The Rock. Yeah, I frequently mix up The Rock and Alfred Molina. <laughs> How did you know? It was when you gave that description of Brandon this morning in your piece for the Business Post. Tall, chocolate brown eyes, dark hair over his okay. ears. Alfred Molina's not in The Scorpion King. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking Let's of The Rock. Let's move on. I'm... <laughs> Anyway, I was thinking to myself, I don't think she's seen Brandon. She's getting him mixed up with someone else. You Brandon see, he does have chocolate brown eyes and dark hair and is very tall, I'll have you know. It was the hair over his ears. I was like, he sounds like something out of <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I was going, what is this? <laughs> what is this description? Oh my God, I saw a really hilarious tweet. Did I send it to you? It was basically a picture. It was a poster from the film of The Hobbit and it was like, who decided the ratio of dwarves who fuck versus like dwarves who look absolutely deranged because it's basically three really sexy dwarves in the middle and then all the rest of them have like kind of like comedy noses you know what I mean I'll find it and I'll send it to you it was very funny I think you need to be careful I mean if I if I find that I have a nose like one of these You'd, that you just called you comedy do not have noses, a comedy nose no these offended. are actual like prosthetics back to the mummy and the mummy too I thought it was quite scary right so Don's like oh you should have watched the mummy with everybody I go it's actually quite scary right and He's like, no, no, it's totally grand. There's nothing scary about it. He goes, I remember I wasn't scared at all. I'm like, Don, you were about 20 when it came out. He's like, no, I wasn't. I was about 11. He was 20. I literally looked it up, 1999. Anyway, Nash is like, it's really scary, Dad. So, I mean, you have to be careful as well. Like what's scary to a kid is not necessarily, is very different to what we think. You know what I mean? It's scary. Anyway, so you're not prepared for Disney. You're prepared spiritually. Mood-wise, you're not prepared in a this practical way. This mood is not way. the happiest mood. I am not. I'm not prepared. But you're going to be in the happiest place on earth this time tomorrow. Imagine. Oh God, will we be, or we we'll just be getting the rental car? So I still won't be remotely happy. That'll be the mm. unhappiest moment of my life. It will, and the bit, and the kids will be all hot and cranky. Are oh not to excite you even further. <laughs> are you staying? Is your hotel like? Can you see the park from your hotel? I have no idea. Don booked it and I'm afraid I'd to say, ask I'd him say you can. After yesterday. I'd say I you can because, so. no, well, he was talking to me about the best hotels to stay in for a view of the park and stuff. So I think, yes. I bet you we're going to get there and I'll be like, oh. Hey, I would like I your wait. phone to be charged at as many times as possible and for you to send me videos. Of what? Of your hotel room. I just want to, I want to experience it with you. Oh, okay. Well, to be like, here we I'll are be really busy. Park. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> just one one short video a day would be nice fine it doesn't have to have everything just like choose something to show me every day sounds great so I can be here crying weeping into my nothingness weeping into my loneliness well I have those fried green tomatoes for when I get back and we can enjoy them together oh my god that's what you're going to say for right now oh when you get back <sighs> thanks for listening we love you so much thank you for listening to Not Without My Sister and we'll catch you next time bye bye not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Petrified, the horror fiction anthology podcast from a darker Ireland is back. Who's there? Petrified tells the chilling tales of ordinary people encountering the supernatural and their terrifying fates. Oh, dear God! Reverend Mother! CrimeReads.com said Petrified is extremely well-written, expertly produced and brilliantly acted. Don't leave me here! Petrified, Series 2, out now. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.